0: Welcome to Legislative Breakdown. It's a podcast from Boise State Public Radio. I'm Samantha Wright with Gary Moncrief, Boise State University political science professor emeritus, who spends his spare time, if he has any, studying legislatures around the country, including Idaho's. And in this podcast, we break down the Idaho legislature, what's happening drilling down into the why and how it affects you one quick note before we begin gary and i have been doing this podcast for 2 years now and we love it do you help us find out by taking a very quick survey on our website just go to boise state org and click on the podcasts tab for the podcast listener survey okay so the legislature fans of this podcast may remember Last year with Bruce Newcomb, when he labeled the Idaho legislature at times a goat rodeo, I'm going to improve on that this year and we're going to call it a two headed camel rodeo for this year and that will become clear as we We go on. Two-headed camel. Keep that picture in your mind. Let's head over to Medicaid expansion. Now, the Idaho statesman reported yesterday that legislation to put some kind of sideboards on expansion has been amended or changed multiple times. There's been a lot of testimony, especially over whether or not the bill should include work requirements for people put on Medicaid. And watching this bill bounce around has been like watching a tennis match or ping-pong match. Here's just one person who testified this week on the bill, and her name is Roberta D'Omica.
1: My concern today is to express concern for the process. Legislation is important. This back and forth is like a ping-pong match. The details are incomprehensible to me at this point, and probably for you, too, as we heard earlier as is the cost of what this bill will cost us good legislation is not trial and error and i believe in good legislation it's not like throwing spaghetti to a wall to see if it sticks we know from other states that work requirements don't stick and that it will we the taxpayers will pay for it if it goes to court I urge you to pass a clean Medicaid bill as written. I know that this body can do better. Thank you again for your time. And by the way, you don't test Getty by throwing it to a wall. Thank you.
0: Uh,
1: wherever you fall on the Medicaid expansion
0: argument, the process of getting it passed this session has been... Uh, A little wild, to say the least. And a lot of people are upset by the process. Here's Representative Alana Rubel of Boise.
2: Now, I, I can't underscore to you all enough, I hope that people have gotten some sense, how damaging this session has been, and this exercise in particular around Medicaid expansion, and of course also the ballot initiative, but how deeply damaging
0: this session has been to the faith of the people in their government. Okay, Gary, you told me this week you've never seen anything like this
2: yeah, I think what Alana Rubel is saying there is absolutely the case. Uh that this year in particular, not just these two things, but especially these two items have been handled has been really tough uh in terms of the the reputation of the of the legislature. Now, you know, we've talked a lot in this podcast before, Samantha, and you know that my kind of thing is I think most people don't really understand legislatures very well, and I've always felt that if they understood them better, they would, A, have more influence or be able to influence the process, and, B, they would appreciate the institution, the legislative institution, and sometimes the legislators themselves. Because I think, personally, I think uh, both the institution, especially the legislators, often get kind of a bum rap because of a kind of simplistic view of what the institution is frankly, this year it's hard to. It's been hard for me to make the defense of the institution and the legislators, <laughs> in quite the way that I usually do. Because I I agree with Alana Rebel. I think I think Representative Rebel is right here. That in fact, this year they have quite seriously damaged the view, the reputation of the institution and have done themselves no favor in my estimation.
0: And I want to point out that from what I've seen this year compared to the other 20 or so years that I've been watching the legislature for Boise State Public Radio, a lot more non-legislative nerds are paying attention to what's going on in a lot of the legislature. And I think you're right. There are a lot of folks new this year to watching the legislature who are trying to figure out what is going on.
2: Yeah. um, A lot of that has to do, obviously, with the Medicaid component and all those people who worked on Proposition 2. And, you know, most of those people were really just everyday average citizens who felt energized by this issue and were frustrated and they they worked hard on it. And I think those people really feel disrespected by what's happened this year. To be honest, I'm not sure that some of the things that have happened is actually aimed at them, but they feel like it is. And the legislature has done virtually nothing to assure those people that there's something more at work here than that. It's been hard to watch, frankly, for me being a person who often defends legislatures to watch people so frustrated that i've actually seen them cry at these hearings uh... on occasion it's been a really really tough year for uh... for people who like to defend legislatures
0: got two favorite quotes of the week the first is we're going back to representative Alana Rubel of Boise and her opinion of the medicaid expansion sideboards bill
2: here it is this is an incredibly important issue that should be discussed robustly we already have a bill sent before us that was never discussed in senate committee that was done on the fly in a very haphazard fashion with things being stuck on the right left and center um, that was already poorly vetted you know they talk about a camel being something that was made by a committee i mean we have a mangy
0: three-legged rabid two-headed camel here so that's where I got the two-headed camel rodeo that I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast. And here's the second quote of the week. I thought this was interesting. This is about the bills that would make it more challenging to get a citizen initiative on the ballot. Here's Senator Patty Ann Lodge.
2: I just don't understand that um, a group of folks that are really committed to something um, can't can't get that done. I I, I just, I can't. I can't quite understand that because I know I've been in politics for a long time and I've seen a lot of things that I thought would be impossible to do that that were done. And, um, so that every time when I see that, I keep thinking, where's our determination to really, uh, you know, how did people come across the prairie without any sunglasses looking into the Western sun? People thought that that was impossible, impossible to go to the moon. Um, and so to say that it's impossible to to pass this initiative in Idaho, um, I'm, I'm just really having, having trouble looking at that.
0: Okay, so uh, we should qualify before, before we go any further on the citizen initiative bills that, uh, Gary, you have uh, testified against the bills three times this year, and we want to throw that out there for full disclosure. So... Any response to our quotes of the week? Uh,
2: well, yeah. <laughs> I love the quote from Representative Rubell. I think it's she's right. I mean, part of the problem there is this happens in many legislatures toward the end of the session. You get things happening very quickly and the pressure to leave. We've talked about the going home bill before, and this is clearly the going home bill at this point. There's so much going on at the end, and there's so much pressure to leave, and there's so much – unspooling of goodwill at the end that it's often the case that people become frustrated with what's going on, especially when things are happening on the floor very quickly and amendments are being added that people may not have seen very seen for uh, any length of time. This year, it seems like there's a little more of that than normal. I'll be honest. In, in some states, the rank and file legislators at the end of the session are kind of out of the loop, to be f- frank about it that everything's basically negotiated between leadership at the very end. I don't think that's normally quite the case in Idaho. I think the average legislator has a, a somewhat greater role normally. But I think this year there's a lot of this, what are we doing? What's going on? I don't understand things going on here at the very end. And I, frankly, part of that is because this bill is literally the going-home bill. This is the bill that the governor said... We're going to deal with this. We had an overwhelming majority of people vote for Prop 2, and we're going to get this done. Frankly, it's not the will of the legislature to get it done, I don't think. And so uh, this has become an issue this year. Well,
0: when you're talking about uh, rank-and-file lawmakers, there seems to be a lot going on in leadership behind closed doors, Yeah, uh, at least on the GOP side. We've heard from a lot of Democrats in committees and on the floor saying that you know these, these amendments and things are coming at them fast and furious and they can't keep up. But we've also seen GOP lawmakers who in the past have sort of come together. Leadership has said, let's do this, and they sort of follow along. But they're not doing that this year. There are many who are not going along with what leadership wants.
2: There's just something about this session that it doesn't seem like it's as well – orchestrated or as controlled or whatever the word is you want to use here. But yeah, it, the term I like to use is goat rodeo, but you know, we can talk about camel races if you want, uh, two headed camel races. It's just, it's just been, it's been a frustrating year. I think it's a frustrating year for everybody. Frankly, I think leadership is frustrated because they don't seem to have the control over the situation that they normally do. In a part time legislature, it's fairly important for people to feel that they've got some handle on when we're going to get out of here and what's going on, and they're just not there. I talked in passing with a freshman state legislator earlier this week who was quite frustrated by the fact that they're still in town. You know, he, he doesn't live in town, he lives far away and wants to go home. And it's just, it's just, Again, as I've said earlier, I'm not sure there's a real reason for it this year. Uh, You know, some years it's obvious that they've got a big problem they've got to deal with, and it's tough, and it's complicated, and you have to work through all the nitty-gritty details. You know, in the recession in 2009, when we had that very long session, there was a reason for that. I mean, there was a reason why it took so long. It was a very complicated issue that affected many people in the state because we had a severe shortfall in the budget. That's not really the situation this year. It's that, again, it seems that people have kind of gotten dug in on different sides of an issue. Frankly, and you know I'm, I'm the first to admit I am not neutral. I am not an unbiased observer on this initiative thing, but I think this is an absolutely terrible thing to be dealing with this year. There is no reason it needs to be dealt with this year other than the fact that there are some – organizations and institutions in the state of Idaho that are worried about a specific possible initiative coming up. And so they've slapped not only a much more difficult set of standards on it, but an emergency clause. It is simply not justifiable.
0: So the two-headed camel rodeo is not over until the two-headed camel rodeo is over. So we're going to be back probably next week.
2: <laughs> I'm not quite sure where that was going. It was, I thought you were going to say that it's not over till the two-headed camel sings. sings, but I don't know.
0: <laughs> anyway, so uh, as soon as it, is, as it is over, we will be back to hopefully wrap things up and put some kind of cherry on top of the camel. So, Gary, we'll be back.
2: Okay. See you soon.
0: Legislative Breakdown is a podcast from Boise State Public Radio. I'm Samantha Wright with Boise State political science professor emeritus Gary Moncrief. Our original music comes from local artist and composer Will Hall of the band's Nude Dude and Like of the Dog. Thanks to everyone who listens to this podcast, by the way who are you? Help us find out by taking a very quick survey on our website. Just go to Boise State radio.org and click on the podcasts tab for the podcast listener survey. And thanks. Remember, it's your legislature.